Hey guys, this is Talking to Talk with Jessica. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about relationships. So let's get to it. Okay, to start this video off, we're going to start with one of the relationships that I've had in the past. So it's freshman year, and it's like a week or two before school even starts. Now, in band, I think school started around maybe <laughs> towards the... Maybe around towards the 20th of August for school. And for marching band, we had to show up like on the 31st, 31st of July. So I show up, you know, living my life, having so much fun learning how to march, learning how to play the school and all this stuff. Loving it, living it, doing good, you know. And then, because, <laughs> you know, there's new kids I've never seen. Obviously, a lot. we got the seniors, juniors and sophomores, all of them that I never knew, and a lot of the freshmen that I didn't know either. So, <laughs> let's, let's get comfortable, because we've, we've got to talk about some tea here that I don't really like even talking to my friends with about. So, what I thought was, you know what, let's, let's get into a relationship. It's your freshman year, you have your entire high school year to... Either stay with this person, because that would be really cute, you know, to stay with your high school sweetheart. I always thought that would be adorable, whatever. Cool, chill, awesome. You know, I thought I was getting into a relationship, but I don't expect it to last forever, because it is also high school. And people date people like crazy. Ooh, sorry, I had to burp. Um, so I'm like, let's get into a relationship. So, <laughs> there's this guy in summer marching band. And I'm like, okay, he's pretty cool. And so I start talking to him, I get his number, all this stuff, and I'm like, that's cool, it's really great, you know, falling for him real quick, all this stuff, and then he tells me, oh yeah, I have a girlfriend, like, okay, you have a girlfriend, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how did I just get played like this, and he tells me that they're long distance, and I'm like, okay, they're long distance, okay, what do you, why are you telling me that, like, is that supposed to make it okay to cheat or something, you know, like, what, and so he's like, I plan on, I'm going to break up with her. And I'm like, okay, cool. And it's an entire week, and he still hasn't broken up with her. And then finally, he breaks up with her. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I like I didn't want to break up with her, you know, because I feel so bad. But then I also really wanted to date him, too. So I was just like, oh, but if I'm being honest, I would not have, ever, I would not want anybody to break up with somebody for somebody else, you know? Do you know how horrible that is? Like, that is so horrible like oh my gosh I'm thinking to my head I'm like you literally just to chose somebody over somebody else like oh gosh triggered okay we're gonna mind that fact okay so that happens right and then literally a day after he breaks up with her he we come back to um summer marching band and we're walking to the water fountains to get a drink of water before we go inside to play and so we're walking, and we go to these water fountains, and then he asks me out. And I'm like, oh, okay, chill, yeah. Yeah, of course, you know, like, of course I'm going to date him. Because now I feel responsible, and I feel like he broke up with her because of, not because of me, but for me. Oh, because of me, too. Don't lie. But, yeah, you know, it's like, oh, gosh, what have I gotten myself into now? And, you know, I was pretty, it's pretty stoked, bro, for the relationship or whatever. Because, fresh relationship, yay, freshman year, yay, you know, like, go me. That's chill. It's whatever, you know? So, we only dated a month. Now, in my mind, I think, I always think of, I always have the intention of 
having a relationship lasts for a long time. My first relationship ever lasted for 11 months. 11 months for my first relationship. Dude, my friends, why am I calling a dude? Oh, I feel so bad for you. But my friends in like middle school, whenever they started dating, their relationships lasted for like an hour and then they broke up. And I'm like, what are you doing? But my first relationship lasted for 11 months. Oh, it, it, it was like a week before 12 months, actually. Because <laughs> I remember coming to school and then all my friends were like, y'all could have made it a year. And I'm like, I, but why would you keep on dating somebody if you had no intention to keep on dating them or you didn't want it, or you felt strained? It had a lot of emotions with that relationship, too, towards the end. On how I felt. Because I was new to relationships. I didn't know how they worked either. Maybe maybe dating is it for me. (laughs) But. So. The relationship that I'm talking about now. The freshman year relationship. (laughs) Okay. So we're dating for like a month. And it's like. Like already like the first week. And we're already like. Talking about like. Some things that really aren't, like, PG-13, you know, they're more so on the, like, rated R scale. (laughs) I can't talk too loud, because I also have family here, so (laughs) we're gonna, we're gonna be mindful of that. So, it's, like, the first two weeks of our relationship, and we only date for a month, and I'm realizing now, like, what did I get myself into? I'm not ready for this, but I feel so obligated to be doing all this stuff, but not because I was leading him on that I would do this stuff, but because he'd be like, oh, my ex-girlfriend would do this. So I'd be like, oh, then I'm going to do that too. And then I'd tell him I was going to do that. So yeah, I was leading him on. But because I guess in a way I was kind of manipulated to do this stuff. You know, it's really, it's weird now trying to say like, oh yeah, I felt forced to do stuff because I did it consensually you know like oh yeah I'm gonna do this and we would talk about it and then and then I would think to myself like oh this is risky stuff and like you know sometimes you like living on the riskier side or on the more like ooh rebellious side you know I still like this might be a little TMI for some of you I don't really know but I still do have my virginity I have not lost that yet and I now I'm gonna wait till I'm in a relationship that I know that I trust because I did other things that I wish I would have waited to do because it wasn't with the right person so there's that but in this relationship it was already maybe the third or the fourth week of us dating which is like you know the fourth week is like a month already there you go it was maybe the third or the fourth week that I started realizing what I was doing and how much my self-worth was going down. And I started to hate myself for all this stuff. And I started to hate myself because I'm like, what am I doing, essentially? Like, what is this going to lead me to do? And then it wasn't until I realized that the only reason why I was doing this stuff was because I felt obligated to do it. Not because I wanted to do it but because I felt obligated to do it and we're gonna we're gonna gonna touch on this real quick because feeling obligated to do something and wanting to do something 
are two complete different things. Feeling obligated is to where basically you're feeling forced to do this or essentially it's the moral of what something is standing for. You know, like in a relationship or no, in a marriage, I guess. And let's go back to like the marriages in like the 20th century. In a marriage, you were basically quote unquote obligated to have kids. Now, now, oh my gosh, if y'all don't want kids, do not have kids, you know? Like, that is your choice. But we're talking about in the 20th century. That's what, like, obligation is, you know? Even though some of these people that were married didn't want to have kids, their families would pressure them to have kids so they would have kids and they weren't ready for them technically, right? You know, that's what I'm talking about with obligated. Like, you're feeling obligated to do this. Now, wanting to do this, it's like... Whenever you're seeing... You never... Like, whenever your friend, let's say your friend's going to go to, um, where do people go? <laughs> to a dance, to a party, to a quinceanera, to a banquet, to somewhere. And they're like, oh, man, I want to do my makeup, but I don't want to, and I don't know how to do makeup. And you're like, oh my gosh, I want to do your makeup. Let me do your makeup. Like, please, like, let me do your makeup, all right? Like, I would love to do your makeup. Like, stuff like that. That's wanting to do it. Something that you feel passionate about which is such a horrible thing to talk about because I'm in a relationship and I wasn't feeling passion whenever I was doing this stuff I was feeling more so obligated to do this stuff and that's that's where that's what the, the whole basis of this relationship started going downhill for me I think maybe <laughs> ah, mm, no it wouldn't have lasted actually if I would have felt more quote-unquote passion to do this stuff but maybe it would have lasted longer if I would have set boundaries for myself so so we get to the point where it's already like the fourth week or the end of the month of us dating already and I'm thinking to myself I'm like I can't go through this anymore because towards the end a lot of my friends were I told a lot of them already that I was already planning on breaking up with him but I didn't know really how to because he would tell me constantly, if you break up with me, I'm going to kill myself. Like, why would you... That's forcing somebody to stay with you. Like, like why would you do that? You know? And we... Oh my gosh. We, <laughs> the funniest thing happened too. We freaking had... You know, I think they're like the... The sex ed people them they came to talk to us uh, like a week after I broke up with him and they're like one of the things where it's like uh, what, what was it called like domestic something domestic uh, verbal abuse domestic verbal abuse I don't even know what the correct wording for this is and one of the things was somebody saying that they're gonna commit suicide if you break up with them and that was one of the things. And I'm like, where were you, like, three weeks ago whenever I needed you? Like, where were y'all? Like, y'all should have... This should have been, like, the sex ed talk. They should do that in the beginning of the school year. Like, literally for an entire week of the beginning of the school year, that should be what they should talk about. To help the freaking fetuses going into school. <laughs> because that would have... It would have been so much easier. I would have, like, not had so much, like, agony afterwards and so much pain. I would have been so much better than I am right now, so yeah, but he would tell me that a lot, like, even whenever we were just talking normal, and I'm just like, what, like, why are you, what, you know, 
And then it was just a lot of days. He would get mad at so many things. You know, so many red flags already. We would ha- we would go to our endorsement school. And me and I'm, I'm really, I have more guy friends than I have friends that are girls. Because I don't really like girl problems. Like, that is not my thing. And so I'm more friends with my guy friends, you know? And so I was sitting at a table that was nothing but guys. And I had... No feelings for them at all, but I guess it's the way we play around with each other. Because we play around with each other as if I'm also a guy, too. Like, we're, we're really rough with each other. And he didn't like that. He didn't like me looking at them. He didn't like me putting a hand on them. He didn't like me touching one single strand of their head. Like, it was very... A compulsive thing and a very restraining thing that I was going through. And I felt like if I was distancing from my myself and my friends because I felt obligated to because of this relationship because I felt like oh he doesn't want me to do this so I'm not going to do this even though I'm pretty sure he would go and like hug these other girls and be all over them with them and all this stuff and like flirting with all these other girls and all this stuff and while we were dating we were at a football game because you know the band plays at the football game yeah yeah marching man love it there, there we go had to do, add that part to it but we were at one of our games and he turns he looks at this girl and he's like and then he turns back to one of his other friends, and he's like, bro, I think that girl's hot. And I'm like, and overhear him, and I'm like, why? I'm right here. Why would you say that? You know, like, is he really that dumb to, like, be saying stuff like that? So the entire night, I'm just so angry. And I look down to my section, and I'm like, y'all. And I'm like, can I please move down over there? And, oh my gosh, God bless my section. They really... They helped me through a lot without knowing yet. I think I love them all. <sighs> so they like moved out of the way and they like let me go <laughs> distance myself like four people away from him, which my instrument is a very large instrument. So like four people distance from me is like actually like 10 people, which is great because I was all the way across like the stands and it was like, yes, this is good. This is great. Boom. Away from a problem, I don't see it. It's not a problem. Out of sight, out of mind, you know? <laughs> That's how I was taking this. And I just got happier. I was like, this is a lot easier. And then he tells me, he tells me, I thought you were okay with people saying that in a relationship. Like, I think the only way I'd be okay with somebody in a relationship be like, oh, that girl's hot, would be if one, they were talking to me and looking at me and I... We're looking at the same person, and it's not to where, like, he's having to whisper about it to his friend, you know? It's, like, more so if it's, like, a both of us talking about it at the same time type of thing, you know? Like, that's the only reason why I think it'd be okay to call, to talk about another female in front of your female, in front of your girl. Why did I say it like that? But, yeah, but that happened, so then that was, like, I'm, like, I'm already done. Like, I'm so done. I can't do this anymore. So finally, because of him saying that he was going to kill himself if I broke up with him throughout the entire relationship, which was like a month, it felt like an entire year. Like, I legit thought school, I I literally thought this first semester of school was already going to be over whenever I broke up with him. And then I realized, oh my gosh, it's barely like September or October. And I'm like, this, (laughs) what the heck? (laughs) Like, no, that's not right. Timing is not correct with this. And so I tell my parents, I'm like, my grades are dropping. I need y'all to 
say if anybody asks y'all or if he asks y'all. Because he met my mom and he met my dad too. My dad did not like him. Oh, Lord. My dad did not like him at all. Mm, good. Um, but I told them, I was like, if he ever asks y'all or if anybody ever brings it up to y'all, y'all say, y'all made me break up with him because of my grades. I had to go to, like, the extent of telling my parents to make up a lie if anybody were to ever ask them why I broke up with him. And, like, that's not that good, I think. I don't think that's good. Like, kudos to my parents, though, for, like, sticking up with me on that part. Because, like, that was great. I loved that so much. My dad was, like, so down. He was, like, instantly down. And I was, like, <laughs> praise you right now. Like, thank you. You know? And so, finally, I broke up with him. And then <laughs> homecoming was coming up. And we had already planned to go with each other whenever we first started dating. And now I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I, like, physically cannot look at him because during the relationship, he would, I wouldn't want to be doing certain things. And then he would kind of just force me to do that. It's like, oh my gosh. And it's like, finally, I'm broken up with him. So now I can finally let all these emotions out and everything like that. So for the entire rest of my freshman year, I kind of fall into this not depression, but in this kind of, like, monotone state of being sad or feeling very worthless, I guess you can say. Because I didn't really feel up to talking to people or feel up to trying to even talk to people or trying to even make a connection with people. I would just talk to people as if they were friends. And in front of my friends, in front of my family... I would try to be the happiest person ever. And even now, whenever I'm having the roughest of a day, I always try to be the one to make jokes in front of them or try to talk to my friends or try to just do anything or seem happy because I don't... I think the thing is with me is I don't like making people sad. I hate making people sad and I hate making people feel anything other than happy or any other word that goes with that. Are any other synonyms? Wow. The synonyms? What is the word? Any other synonyms that go with the word happy or, you know, grateful or uplifted or, you know, just on the positive side. I don't want to make me feel like that. So I hid a lot of my emotions from them, but it wouldn't be till I was by myself that I was like, I wouldn't want to be not alive, but I wouldn't want to be awake. And I wouldn't want to dream either. I just wanted to like stop existing for the longest time. And it still happens a lot now. I still feel this way. It's kind of like... It's chilling, but I have my weeks. Like, I have, like, like <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I had this moment where I was just in school, and I just started crying. I was bawling. It was throughout the entire day, and I'm just like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it's not my period, because I, my period's going to skip this month. I can already tell, because, like, I'm not getting any of my, like, not, I guess, PMS symptoms? I don't even know. I'm not getting any of those. And whenever I am going to start my menstrual, it's like... Um, I have this instant burst of happiness for, like, one day. And it's like, I feel like I'm on top of the world. And that's whenever I get most of my stuff done. But I wasn't having that. So that's how I knew that I wasn't going to, that wasn't going to start, you know? Sorry, that was a lot of information. I'm sorry if any of y'all are uncomfortable by that. Y'all can just, uh, sorry. <laughs> but I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, what? And it's, see, that things like that, like, where it's just, I'm so down in the dumps, where I'm not really living you know and I feel so horrible and everything like that and after that relationship it was like that for so long for so long for the entire year until towards 
the end of freshman school year that I really felt like, oh my gosh, I can finally be myself again. Because I still don't, I don't have to worry about the relationship now. You know, even though as soon as I broke up with him, that was not my relationship to worry about anymore. Like, I could be on my lonesome and be fine with it. So, and after the relationship, um, he had texted me and he was like, are we still going to homecoming together and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And that he still loves me and all this stuff. I'm like, I can't do this. I said, no, I don't think I want to go to homecoming with you. And I told him, and he would still try to talk to me at school, but I'd be very, like, short-edging it and all that stuff and just not really letting the conversation go further than maybe a word or two. <coughs> Excuse me. And so, in I'm going to be honest, after I broke up with him, I have not looked at him until this year. Like, I, anytime I see his general, like, I guess, appearance in my per, super, vision, no, peripheral vision, in my peripheral vision, I would instantly look the other way and try to not look at him. Because making eye contact with him would make my stomach hurt so bad. And I couldn't talk about inappropriate things with my friends, which, like, as high schoolers and as idiots that we are we talk about so many inappropriate things like oh no oh my gosh and I would just feel so uncomfortable talking about it any of it all of it with them and I would just get this gut-wrenching 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 feeling in my stomach and I feel like I was gonna throw up I feel like if I was my stomach was trying to get rid of itself and it was trying to just like uh close on itself that's how I felt and so I was like I can't do that I can't talk about that and I told a few of my friends and I told my friend Michaela after I broke up with him, I told her all the stuff that I did and I was crying while I was texting her. I don't think she realizes that though. <laughs> but yeah, and I was telling my friend Tyne, which she wasn't in high school with us yet because she was in a different um, town, like a, a different freaking state actually, which is so sad. But I would talk to her. I texted her a lot about it. She doesn't remember now me texting her anything about it, which is like, like oh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Ugh. But, yeah, there's that relationship. I guess we should start getting onto the points of what good relationships are and what some flags of relationships can be. Sorry, that whole talk about my relationship was, like, all over the place. But, you know, sometimes you just got to get it out. I'm really surprised I didn't start crying. So, we're going to get on to the next segment of this episode. <laughs> okay, now to talk about, like, what an actual good relationship should look like or not so much just look like because not every relationship is going to look the same and you really you shouldn't look at somebody's relationship and be like oh my relationship should be like that too because no person is the same and everybody's going to view things in a different way but this is just more so around to give you some key points of things so trust you should always have trust in a relationship you should always feel like if you can tell them, if they're, no, not tell them. If they sh are going to tell you that they're going to go somewhere, go hang out with their friends. And you're like, okay, cool, go go hang out. You're not going to feel like, oh my gosh, he's going to be looking at other girls while he's over there. He's going to be talking to other girls while he's over there. He's going to be doing this with other girls. He's going to be flirting with other girls and all that stuff. Like, yes, you're going to always have these things on your mind and all that stuff. But you shouldn't... You shouldn't always hold them up to that and then mistreat them because of how... Because of your trust issues, you know? 
But, I mean, a lot of people have trust issues. I'm one to talk to about trust issues because, oh, Lord, your girl got them. All right? Um, but I think, really, you shouldn't really think that every time they're without you, they're going to be doing something wrong behind your back. That's more so of what I think trust is. Is you're gonna trust them that they're gonna make the you're gonna have that they're gonna have good intentions, you know, behind your back and even towards your face. I guess <laughs> that's what trust is. Um, there are always gonna be misunderstandings, you know, like somebody like he said, she said, all this stuff. You're gonna have people that are gonna be like, oh yeah, I saw so and so with so and so. Like let's say um. Uh, Jack and let's say Connie. I don't even know a Connie. Let's say Jack and Connie. They're dating, right? So Jack, he goes to a football game with his friends. You know, they're having a good time. They're chilling, whatever. And this girl that bought separate tickets from them, he sits right next to her, him, and they're sitting next to each other in the stands, right? So then let's say one of your, not so much as friends, but somebody you know and you talk to occasionally it's like oh yeah i saw him with another girl and he was getting drinks for them and blah 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 and all this stuff and you're like dang well are they and then you're gonna hate them for that and blah blah, blah and all this stuff and now you're gonna question them about this stuff because somebody told you this because he said she she said all this like stuff you know and so you're not really gonna understand what it is it that's a misunderstanding is misunderstanding the situation of what actually happened and what somebody saw you should always have what they what they did from their mouth you know like ask them like hey uh somebody had told me that they had seen you with a girl at the game um was there somebody maybe sitting by you did you buy them a drink or something you know and then go from there you know don't start off by being like wow so you're cheating on me and blah blah, blah and all this stuff don't don't start off like that because that's already gonna turn it upside down. Um, there's always gonna be that they're gonna say misunderstandings again. Way there's gonna be a, always a way that somebody's gonna say something in a completely wrong way or maybe in the wrong tone but not mean to. Like never let's say you have a friend that's crying. You're like, are you okay? And you're not putting so much emotion into the way you're saying it. So it's sounding kind of sarcastic and kind of, like, rude. And you're like, I didn't mean for that to come out that way, but it did. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. That's a misunderstanding. This is the way you put your words, you know? Sometimes you don't really mean to word things a certain way, but it just comes out that way. And it's it's whack. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Y'all should not always have to miss each other. You know, I don't know how to explain this one. It's like... Like, let's say you're all apart for, like, two days. You should be like, oh, I miss, t- I miss seeing them, you know? But don't be, like, texting them every minute, being like, what are you doing right now? How are you? I miss you, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And just keep on texting them, texting them, texting them. Because I think in a relationship, you also <laughs> need alone, alone time to be able to miss a person. You know what I mean? Like, I think in relationships, where the way people get them wrong a lot is they think that they always have to be with the person. Oh, no, no, no. Y'all should always at least, like, go hang out with friends without your significant other. 
because it's going to give you room to be yourself with your people and to be able to feel for the other person, but without being too needy with it, if you understand what I'm trying to put down. It's, I can't really describe this one, but it's weird. Um, I can't really explain that one. Um, you should always, 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 though, this is another point. You should always be encouraging them to grow. You know, you shouldn't be like, oh, no, no, I come first, blah, 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 blah. I'm doing this my way, and you're going to put your things off so I can do it my way, and all that stuff. No, no, it should be like, I have this going for me, but you also have that going for you. So we're going to both step onto the ladders with each other. And if one of us makes it to the top before the other, then we're still going to allow the other person to catch up too. You know, you're going to let each other grow. You're going to let each other, you're going to encourage each other to grow too. It's not so much as, you should always be your first priority in a relationship also. Also, make sure that you're going to be having time for yourself to grow and all this stuff and making sure that you're actually growing in a relationship. And it shouldn't always be about that person. You shouldn't put a person's needs ahead of yours in a relationship because that's how you start feeling less, I guess. Um, Compromising. I think a lot of people are like, no, you don't compromise in a relationship. What? Yes, you do. It. I believe in the whole saying, like, it takes two to tango or flamingo. Why do I say flamingo? It takes two to tango. I always believe in that little saying because... It does. It takes two in a relationship, you know? Sometimes you have to see their point on something and be like, okay, fine, we'll do it your way. And it doesn't mean necessarily that you lose the fight, but more such so that you are caring about what they're saying and what they're doing, and you're putting their needs first. Sometimes it's important to put the needs first, too, you know? But you should always have the aspect of making sure that you're okay, too, especially in the mental stability of things you should always be making sure that you're mental mentally stable before you start taking on the act of having to care for a person that cannot care for themselves you know i'm not saying people with mental issues are shouldn't be dating people i'm saying don't allow yourself to be dragged down but also care enough to help a person too though you know, it's so hard to explain. <laughs> um, weaknesses. Y'all have weaknesses. Everybody has weaknesses. A lot of people like to act all big and bold. And that is so frustrating. Like, bro, I know you're scared of spiders. Like, man, like don't man up. Like, if you're scared of them, tell Moi Macha to go over there and to freaking kill them. <laughs> like, do it. <laughs> like, but I guess this is more of an analogy for things, I guess. Like, some people's weaknesses are affection and a thing and if you know in a relationship that somebody's not as affectionate and you're starting to get mad about it about that i mean talk to them about it i think just talk to them about it whenever you're by yourselves because i think whenever people talk to other people about their relationship and about, about their business to people it's like why are you doing this like this is a one-on-one conversation not a one in a group of five, you know, the whole appetizer to bring it to, you know, just to have everybody kind of dip their own chip into. Like, no, 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 that's not how that goes. Um, 
Forgiving. I think forgiving is also a really good aspect to go upon to. Um, for, I believe in the whole forgive but don't forget thing. Because you're going to forgive them. Yeah, like they messed up. Let's say they were flirting with someone. Okay. Like, okay. I think people unintentionally flirt with people sometimes. But if they go to towards the spot of getting the person's number or whatever, and they're flirting like that, then be like, okay, ask them, talk to them, do all that stuff. And if they realize they're in the wrong, and they stop it, and they block the person's number, then I guess you can forgive them, but do not necessarily forget that. Like, hey, always remember, they're gonna, they did it once, what, what do you think that they're not gonna do it again, you know? People aren't as loyal as some people want to believe, but that doesn't mean to instantly give them the shorthand of things. It means more so as forgive them, but always have that placed in the back of your head. So whenever it happens, you won't be like, oh my gosh, what? Nani? Like, like you'll be like, oh, this happened. It, like, it's shame on me. <laughs> like, first time happens. <laughs> I can't remember the saying. Shame on you. Shame on me. Whatever. That, you know. You know what I'm talking about. Um, You shouldn't really expect anything in a relationship either. Like, yeah, I have, I guess, have expectations for people. Like, hold people up to a standard is what I'm saying. Hold them up to a standard with things. But don't expect breakfast in bed don't expect them to marry you after a year of y'all dating you know don't have expectations like that because people in their head their ex- expectations of you might be completely different you know they may might not believe in marriage and you're expecting to get a ring in a year and they're like yeah no fam we're just gonna we're gonna just grow together without actually like writing it on paper um If you really want something to happen in a relationship, you gotta you gotta bring it up, you know? I don't know why people have a hard time doing this. Like, you want somebody you want somebody to care for you in a certain way, well tell them that, you know? Don't instantly assume that a person's supposed to instantly know how to care for you whenever you just shrug them off, you know? You're having a hard time and you want your space, but instead you're just giving this person who's trying to love you right now attitude and you're being so rude and cold towards them don't do them do that to them whenever you're actually fine tell them hey i'm good right now but i really whenever i'm going through a hard spot like that i need my space i need you to understand that i'm not really down to be talking to people or to be experiencing things with people or to be around people tell them that you know or if you need somebody to like hug you and to like love on you and to hold you like a little baby you know because sometimes we all need that you know tell them like whenever I'm going through something like that I need you to be there for me you know don't just try to shrug things off but also know that the other person in the relationship might not be their way too it's kind of like a vice versa things uh you should always know what a person is gonna is how they should, what standard they're holding you up to in a mental and emotional state. Wow, this is all over the place now that I'm realizing. Um, let's see. <sighs> Share your feelings to them. Don't just make somebody think in a relationship that they're doing something wrong or they're doing something bad. 
and be like, they did something good, be like, oh my gosh, like, show them that you're passionate that you did that, that they did that, you know, and be like, yes, thank you, like, yes, you did good, but don't treat them like a dog, I'm realizing now that I'm saying this, it sounds like I'm treating somebody like a dog, um, I don't really know what else to say, this is also gonna be a very long podcast, I'm so sorry, but yeah, I think that's more so the gist of what I'm trying to get around with this whole relationships podcast. I don't know whenever this is going up. Uh, we will see whenever it goes up. I was planning on posting it as soon as I finished making it, but we might just wait a day or two. So it's not like one every single day and I'm like, I feel anxious to make another one. You know, it's, I don't really know how to explain this, but if y'all are listening to this, send me a message about what I should do next. Um, also, go follow my Instagram account. It's jesse underscore Gianna, J-E-S-S-I-E underscore G-I-O-N-N-A. That is my main account. If this starts getting bigger, maybe I'll create an account for, like, actual podcasts or something. I don't know. It probably won't be, good, be bigger, and my friends are probably going to be the ones listening. So, hi, if y'all are listening to this. And text me that you actually finished listening to it so I can know that you heard this part. But, yeah. um, I don't really know. Go follow that if you want to, you know. That's where you can see a lot of the friends that I'm talking about. But yeah, I guess this is the end of the podcast. I'm going to go in Andy because I'm starting to get a headache now because I'm stuck in a tiny little closet and the light is burning my head right now. So this is the end of it. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a good day and peace.